good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. How does your anchor hold? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God? I think that that probably is a uh, uh, an important question, especially given the topic we've been talk- looking into this week about dreams and visions and uh, outside the Bible revelation that people claim that they're having from time to time. And, uh, and there's never seems to be a lack of people that are willing to jump on that bandwagon and give credence to whatever a prophet is saying. So it's important for us today to really get our spiritual understanding and our convictions placed where they ought to be to save us from a lot of trouble. Great to have you in the podcast today, and I hope that your anchor is, a, you know, it's not just a mistake or a, uh, an unimportant question that I ask at the beginning of each podcast. It is absolutely vital because it's the only thing that's going to be dependable in your life. People will let you down. Uh, employers will let you down. Politics will let you down. Uh, religious leaders will let you down, as we've seen in recent his, uh, uh, circumstances in, in biblical Christianity. Uh, there's only one thing that will never let you down. That is the Word of Christ, the book of the Bible. The, the scriptures themselves are that which are reliable. You know, in spite of my best efforts to warn people in my ministry, as I've tried to do through the years, and it seems like this is a repetitive theme that keeps coming up all the time, because as soon as uh, the New York Times comes out with some other Christian bestseller uh, that is absolutely fraudulent and false prophecy, there's people that jump on it immediately. Uh, And so in spite of my best effort to warn people of God, there still seems to be a number of people who will insist that the experiences that the sensational experiences that people write about are true and are real. And and I can hear their voices even now. Oh, Pastor, you don't know what you're talking about. I know that this little boy actually saw heaven. And then as it turns out, of course, the boy comes back and recants everything and says that it was a product of his father's coaching. Or they may say, I know that Uncle Ted really met Jesus at the end of a long tunnel. I know in my heart that these things are real. That's what I hear all the time. To such a person, though, I have to give a couple warnings. First, the the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9, the scripture says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Another translation puts it this way, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? We're easily tricked. Uh, That's the nature of the human soul. Uh, You can sincerely believe that you're right, yet in reality be wrong. That's a scary thing, isn't it? Uh, I have to have some resource outside of myself that helps keep my mind from going off into wrong things. Uh, That's the problem with my human heart and mind. It's easily fallible. It's easily duped and deceived. Second, I would say to the person who wants to believe in that, that when you stand before the Lord and you're judged one day, which you will be, our judgment will be based on our compliance with the Word of God and not based on how we have responded to visions or experiences. In other words, if you sincerely hold to a vision instead of the Word of God, and you uh, uh, adjust and align your life according to a vision instead of the Word of God, 
and you teach others to do the same, there's going to be some very dire consequences to follow and a lot of irreparable damage as a result. Uh, Let's remember, dear folks, you're listening today. It's not our emotions that determine what is truth. Do you hear me on that? Your emotions don't determine what is true, but it's the teachings of the unshakable Word of God. That's what you must anchor your life to. That's what you must hold fast. Every one of us has been fooled by illusionists before, uh, and spiritual illusionists are no different. It's fraud. Now, what shall we say then to the heartwarming descriptions that some people have of visions? Uh, I think we need to warn that as vivid as the experience might have been for that person, it was still a product of their mind rather than of reality. You know, we need to keep remind ourselves and others that there is no independent confirmation for what's being described. How are we to confirm it? Uh, you, you, you need to return to the only truth that can be attested to. That is the Word of God, that which has stood the test of time and the test of eternity. Now, there's nothing wrong with a good story, but when that story is believed to be real and revelation from God Himself, problems begin to surface. Something apart from the Bible is competing with the Bible as truth and revelation. So what's our conclusion today? That's what I want to leave you with uh, in the podcast. And that is a Latin term that was used in the Reformation many years ago, some 500 years ago, that came to be popular. And that is the two Latin words, sola scriptura. The best advice that I can give you as a listener today regarding the truthfulness of dreams and visions and the experience of others is, hear me now, listen to this, listen close, stay with the scriptures. Because you know, it's the Bible that is breathed out by God. 2 Timothy 3 verses 15 and 16, all scripture is given by inspiration, literally breathed out by God and is profitable for reproof and so on. And so doctrine and reproof and the Bible itself is breathed out by God. The Bible itself has the supernatural ability to be able to chasten the heart, to convict the heart. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is quick and powerful. It's living. It accomplishes what God sets it out to do. Isaiah 55 says it will never return void. Why? Because it's the supernatural truth of God. It's, the, Psalm 1 says that it ought to be meditated upon day and night in order to help us to keep our minds uh, from being deceived and duped by any kind of false teaching. Uh, the, The Bible itself is to be taught exclusive of all other spiritual instruction. That's what Scripture tells us. Uh, in 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 11, it is exclusively trustworthy in all matters of life, and it's a sufficient guide to all people to help them in godly living. Read Psalm 119 and it'll uh, it'll confirm that. So folks, listen, in conclusion to this whole series, not only are all the descriptions of visions and heavenly visitations and out-of-body experiences dangerous, they're actually totally unnecessary. They don't add anything to your understanding of Scripture and it can only detract from it. There seems to be this sinful, undue 
uh, curiosity to find something outside the Bible that's going to be more what we what we think we need. I mean, they add nothing to our understanding of Scripture. When people say they experience these amazing things, what they experience is an unknown source, and you can't be it can't be proven to anybody else. That's significant. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, for their visions are not of genuine spiritual realities. Uh, they actually may be destructive. Here's the solution today. Stay with the Word. Hold fast to the Word. Stay gripped by the Word. Allow it to dominate your thinking and your understanding and your walk with the Lord. The Bible will never lead you astray. It will never teach you wrong things. It will always be reliable. There's no poison therein. There is no venom therein. There is only wisdom for those who will take advantage of it. God bless you today as you meditate on the Word of God. Set aside the charlatans and the frauds that would come along and say, I have a prediction from God, only to discover that God has already given us His entire, complete, revealed will in Genesis through Revelation. And that is what will anchor your soul. Walk with God today. Love Him, serve Him, please Him in all that you do. And God will bless you richly.